0: You are now listening to the Garage Pop and Family Chronicles podcast. Have a seat at the table and let's have a family discussion. What's up, Garage Pop and Family? We are the Garage Pop and Family Chronicles, and today we're going to talk about childhood trauma. I'm one of your hosts, Ashley. I'm Tasia. And I'm Alyssa. So This podcast is probably going to be really hard for all of us. I feel like we've all, you know, had some childhood trauma, even though we're family. Um, Some of our childhood trauma has been together. Some of it has been separate. But um, I think that everyone has childhood trauma, no matter what they say.
1: I think... The major childhood trauma that I have that still affects me right now is the fact that I feel like I'm not good enough. Uh, I think that stems from from doing my shadow work and stuff like that. It stems from, you know, when I was in school, I was valedictorian. I made good grades. And my parents never asked for my work. They would just ask, see my report card and be like, "Oh, okay, well, we expected that. That's what everybody said. And then if I say, I want to be a nurse, they're like, no, you're going to be a doctor. Not my parents, but family. You know, you're going to be a doctor. I'm going to be this. No, you're going to be that. So it was like, every time I did something, it's like, I'm never good enough to, for what I'm doing. You know, I, I even though people give me compliments and say, you're doing great in that, all this, I still look at it as like, I could be doing better. Because of the fact that um, I was always told that, you no, you can do this, or it's going to be hard. So, you know, I, I've never just got that, you know, you're good. So now, when somebody says, you know, you're doing great, I know everything I've been through is something that, you know, a lot of people couldn't go through and like it's traumatic, but I triumph. I still feel like, okay, well, I just did what I had to do to survive, and I'm still trying to figure out now how to be better, even though I've done the work. So yeah. that's some childhood trauma that I'm going through and I still have to I have to learn that I'm okay. You know, yeah. I, I don't have to be what everybody wants me to be. I just gotta Definitely. be happy
2: yeah that's my. Trauma. I'd like to slide in at you the shit um, <laughs> you are um so really my childhood trauma, I guess it just stem from being so emotional. I'm a very, very emotional being. I'm a big crybaby. and when I was younger, People kind of made it seem like it annoyed them and it made me feel like super lame. Like it made me feel super corny. Because when I was younger, you know, I realized, first of all, I'm going to cry first. And then even though we can fix it, I got to cry first to make myself feel better. But, you know, my my family is not like that. Like I, I I don't know where I got this from. And that's what they used to tell me all the time. I don't know where you got that from. I don't know where you got this crime from. I don't know where you always be crying. I don't know where you got that from. So now that I'm older, I can't stop the emotion because but I would rather <laughs> be a, emotional when I know you know what I'm saying, I'm feeling some type of way, or if I'm finna cry because I'm overwhelmed, I would rather deal with it on my own. Like it's I feel like if I you know how people call and try to vent, I just feel like that shit's annoying. Like nobody wants to hear that shit. So I really just do it like when it's like, I just feel like it's like super necessary that I feel like I just have to let it out. But other than that, I I keep
0: my emotions Did, in my own space. I know that I'm probably one of the people who, <laughs> look at her face, who probably made you feel like, what the hell are you crying for? You know what I mean? And that stems from my childhood trauma because- I was called all kinds of names when I was younger. Okay. Like names that you would never even think to call a child. All right. Listen, Sandy Joe's gone. I love you to death. I, I love her, but it was really hard. So, me growing up, I had to put on like a tough skin. You know what I mean? Like, if I didn't, I would be breaking down every day. So I think that because Tasha always tells me all the time, like, you have no feelings. Like, you're emotionless. And it's not that. It's just that because I feel like I was called so many names and and I had to put on a, a face. And I'm like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. Say what you want. I don't care. I don't care. You're not going to make me cry. You know what I mean? Like I had to be strong all the time. So now like when Tasia comes to me and she's crying and I'm like, girl, wipe your, wipe your face. You about to, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. Turn back around, do whatever it is you got to do and keep it moving. And like, that's what I had to do. Like I was never able to be like, you know, okay, that hurts me. You know what I mean? Because I felt like I would be weak. Or it would be taken. It would be taken as, "Oh, I got her." You know what I mean? So let me keep this going. So I was always like, "I don't care. I'll be a bitch," and I don't. I don't care. I don't care. So that's how I was, and that's how I still am today. Like if somebody says something, I'm like, "I don't. I don't give a fuck." You know what I mean? And I just wipe that shit off. And
2: I love that about you. I know, but I would like that. <laughs> I would like to do that as well. Looking looking at the society we're in now especially with
1: men, you know when they say that it's you you shouldn't cry. You shouldn't this, you know, you should you should hold your emotions in. You look like this. I don't feel like it's healthy to keep your emotions in. I feel like it's you not. should express yourself in however way that you want because we have people in our family that have held in the things that they didn't want to say. And you just see as they get older and older and older, how much anger is held um, because of that. And a lot of the times I learn from my family when I'm trying to break these cycles of what I don't want to be, because you can look at your family and see what you'll be if you continue what you're doing, whether it's drinking, whether it's doing drugs, whether it's being angry or bitter, you can see where you'll go. So really... With the childhood traumas and break it with your with your emotions, I feel like you should continue to be as emotional as you want to be, and don't feel like you have to hold in who you are because yeah. that will take a toll on you and your mental health. Yeah. So express yourself how you feel like you want to express yourself.
0: And she'll even tell me she'll be like, you right." She will be like, "But I'm still gonna cry, but I'll be okay." <laughs> like so yeah, go, like I already then know, then you know. Like you right. Out. Get it. Go ahead. Get it I out. Just gotta but get it out. You're yeah. Done crying. Wipe your face. And get the fuck up. And I feel like I should probably be a a little more understanding, but I'm just, I don't know. Like, I feel like when someone is crying, to me, I feel like that means that someone got them. You know what I mean? Like, oh, now they're in your head. You know what I mean? And it's probably not even that. Like, I don't express emotion like I should. You know what I mean? Like if someone gets me mad to the point where I'm crying, it's cuz I'm about to fight, not because you got me somewhere in my head and I'm just thinking, "Oh my god, she's right." No, it's not that. But I do feel like sometimes like I hold a lot of stuff in and then it'll take me, it'll be like a day where I'll just cry by myself and won't talk to anybody or say anything. And then, but you know what I do though? I will go in the bathroom afterwards and I'll be like, bitch, get your shit together. Oh my God. Get your shit together. I will wash my face and shower and and act like that shit didn't happen.
2: Oh my God. Me
0: too. That is my go-to, Me too. me too. Even
2: if I'm like in the car at work and I'm crying, once I'm done, I'm like...
0: (laughs) This right. So I in here. I'm you like, want it? Yeah, me too. Me I was too. I like you done? Like I literally talked to myself, you done? Yeah. Did you sit out? Do. You feel better? All right, let's go. You got shit to do. I
1: think to pick it back off, Ashley, I agree with the having to have the hard exterior because in this family, you gotta have thick ass skin to be able to dish it and take it and not let it get to you. Um yeah. I feel like if you can conquer the people in your family, then nobody on the outside of your family that doesn't know you well shouldn't get to you. <laughs> and that's <laughs> how I feel. Ain't Ooh. no more make me so upset to a point where I'm, I mean, you can't get me out of character because if I could deal with the chaos that I deal with all the
0: time, you can't fuck with me. Exactly. But I'm telling you, I do get those days where I'm like, I feel so full. You know what I mean? How you just feel like, OK, this happened, that happened. I was fine with this, this, that. And then you get that last thing and you're like, shit. you know what I mean? Like something else. And I will you let it out and snap back. And that's have it. To, you got to give yourself enough time to process
1: what you're going through, because if you don't process it and push it to the side when something else does add on, then you blow yeah. the fuck up and, and then it's like you're in a depression, a full out depression and you're like, what's going on? You got to give yourself time to process, even if for you that's getting mad for a day and then looking in the mirror saying, bitch, get it together, you know, yeah. but you have to process it. And that's what a lot of people don't do. A lot of people don't process their traumas and they just wait to the side and act like it never happened. But then when you see that same situation occur in
0: the future and it triggers you, then it yeah. fucks you up.
1: Yes. So you have to take time to process it.
0: Yeah, because I used to be a hothead. I did. Like, stuff would trigger me. Like, if somebody could say something to me now, and I'd be like, bitch, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? And keep moving. But when I was younger, like, in my 20s, if somebody said something to me, I always felt like, oh, you're not going to get me. You know what I mean? Like, and I would always retaliate back or, oh, we are finna fight or this or that. You know what I mean? Like, I've come a long way. From my 20s, definitely. I remember my dad gave me a book
1: and he told me to, he was like, you know, write down all the things that, you know, you feel like happened with me and you that weren't cool. And then we'll come back and talk about it. But instead of me writing about him, I just started from the beginning of, you know, everything. And the earliest I got is from when we were in Hawaii and that boy tried to lock me in the, the when he locked us, well, lock me in the fucking gate and like tried to, sexually fucking assault me when I was in like kindergarten, first grade and me not understanding what the fuck is going on. And like his mom came and I hurried up and ran out of the thing. And like, they were always like, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. And I'm like, he did this. And he was lying about it. He was like in fifth grade. So I went from there and just start writing about all the shit that's happened to me. And it makes me understand why I am, why I am now. And now that I know I got to find a healthier way to figure this shit out. So I really am an advocate for writing down everything that you can think of.
2: Let me just say, I think it's wild that you can remember something from five and I can't even tell you what I had on yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) That was a big thing. That was very big for me. Yeah. I, I try to let, well, I try not to let I don't know. I do my best alone. Like I I just try not to put what I have on others if that makes sense cuz usually, you know what I'm saying, it really is an issue that can be fixed. It it you know what I'm saying? It's just me being overwhelmed and not being prepared for whatever it is and just needing to cry. Like um, yeah. I, I definitely have to work on trying to build up my emotions and just not let it be tears. Like I, I, I really want to work on it because usually I already know, like it, it's going to be okay, but I just have to shit a tear. But the fact I that, that you
1: shed a tear, yeah, it's okay. Like you don't have to change that. But I hate it so much. Like that's like.
2: But that's well, that's who you are.
1: About myself. Like, <laughs> that's who you don't are. have thick skin. You got you be throwing hot ones. Like you got it. It's just <laughs> it <laughs> the way that you process with yourself is crying, and there's nothing wrong with that. And yeah. I don't want you to think that that, that it is.
0: Cause it's not. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? So when I when I did decide to move. I was in one of those situations where everything, like I had the final straw, you know what I mean? And I was depressed and I couldn't get out of it. And every day I would still be like, look what you're doing to your children. Like, stop this shit. You know what I mean? Like, I would be talking to myself, like, stop this shit, like get out of this shit. And I could not get out of it. So I was like, the only way I'm going to have to change, I need to change the scenery You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't get out of that depressed mood that I was in. And I was like, I don't know what else to do. But like, I'm like this close from taking the seatbelt off and going over the bridge. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, listen, the same thought keeps, I have to, I have to do something. I have to do something. Like I had had so much from family to jobs to Like it was just, it was just too much for me and I couldn't get out of it. And so I was like, well, I'm going to change my scenery. Like I have to do something, very much something, (laughs) very much something before I did the wrong thing. You know what I mean? So, and what's bad is I still didn't talk to anybody about it and I probably should have, but I just feel like, to me, that shows weakness. Like I, I can't. I don't know. I, I don't feel know.
1: like, in the words of O. C. Horton, every problem you have has two legs, two arms, or two legs, two feet, and a head. And if you can't figure it out who it is, then it's you. And that's what he told me. And I love that. <laughs> is- I love that. The I love thing one. is, you have to realize that everybody is going through something. And it's not just you. It's just some people know how to hide what they're going through better than others. And you know, just because I feel like when somebody tells you, not not saying you actually, but when somebody tells you you shouldn't be doing this and you can't do that, and it's, I feel like sometimes that's a projection of how they feel about themselves, and they project that off onto you. Like even with this podcast, people would say, I've heard people say that you know I don't, I'm not listening to it. It's not my thing. This and that, but. You know, it's, it's a projection. People don't want you to be great. Or, and I don't. I got off topic with that, but what I'm saying is everybody got a problem. Because <laughs> that pissed me off. Cause my head. But everybody has problems. And some people know how to hide it better than others. And yes. I go to the store and the cashier got an attitude. I ain't never met you before. Well, I'm going to sit up here and snap off back with this person. I mean, I may if they get there, but I don't know what they just went through. It's somebody that mama probably just died or they probably just, lost a whole bunch of money and I'm making it worse by getting an attitude too. Everybody going through something. So you just gotta look at it like that and
2: worry about yourself.
0: <laughs> worry about yourself. Worry mm-hmm.
2: about yourself. Piggy backing off that I mm-hmm. think that low key is where my my little independence issue came from. Watch that podcast. Mm-hmm. Um because you know like you said Everyone's going through something, so you can't really set your life around depending on someone else. You know what I'm saying? So I I try so hard to to be okay. Like I try so hard to keep it together, so I don't have to have to, yeah, depend on someone else. Because you know, like Mom said, she was going through a lot, and she wasn't saying shit to nobody. She wasn't saying nothing to nobody. She was just, you know. Wow. me man the hell <laughs> like you know what I'm saying and when she left it just made me feel you know like a little, little abandoned gave me a little a yeah. tad bit of abandonment issues it just made me feel like you know what I'm saying like my mother just up and left she was pissed for like a year and then she up and left and it was just a lot yeah. for, me, for a minute so um, now
0: I'm gonna be apologizing for that for the rest of my life. Like it's okay because I
2: love you, but I have- yeah. So now I, 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 I that wasn't really well. I guess you could say it was my childhood, but that's really something that like I guess it's kind of a good thing because it's like I don't I don't need nobody for shit. I don't need niggas for shit. I want to make sure that I'm straight at all times, so I don't ever have to, you know what I'm saying? Depend on someone else because even after you know, mom moved and I was with people who I thought were like my family, and they were not. And then I went through, you know what I'm saying? That stuff with them, like, I'm just, and my mom's gone. And the other woman who was like my mom, she's gone. And my friend, like, it was just a lot to go through alone. Oh, I'm finna cry. Sorry. And you got to think about- the sure. to do.
1: Somebody, some people were, were raised off survival and some people were raised off love. And, you know, dealing with somebody who's raised off survival- it's hard because they don't have that love in their life and they're cold hearted and they don't have their emotions turned on. So you got to know how to walk around people like that. I know yeah. Eric was raised on, I mean, he he had love, but he was raised on more of survival. So me trying to understand where he's coming from, you know, that could be hard at times because I didn't grow up like that. But yeah, at the end of the day, Everybody goes through something and you have to sit up here and you have to face what you're going through head on,
0: you know, in order to better yourself and your children. I feel like the the best thing that you can do is take whatever it is in, you know what I mean, process it and then
1: tear that shit up. I feel like if you've got that confidence in yourself, then can't nobody tell you nothing. But then again, mm-hmm. that confidence comes with knowing yourself and, and your flaws and everything you've been through, yeah. knowing that you still are strong and you made it and you can do it. Yeah. That's what I, you know. I yeah. think this this was a good one. Yeah. A good one. Mind, you might want to cry. I was going to. I stopped myself because fuck that. No, I'm just See, look. <laughs>
2: That's why I'm traumatized now. Let me stop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was a that was a really good one. I feel like I feel like I was I was I was given love and turmoil. And I feel like my sisters think that I was the favorite. You know what I mean? Like they always say that. They think that I was the favorite. And I'm like, okay, but both of y'all had left. You know what I mean? Like, and I was at home. It was just me and my mother. Like y'all y'all think it was puppies and kittens the whole time? Cause it wasn't. Like I literally had to have the toughest skin and I, and now I have a wall, even in relationships. That's probably why I'm not in a relationship now. I have the toughest wall. Because I'm like, any side comment or anything, I'm like, so that's that's what we're doing? Oh, okay, you can get the fuck out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I literally don't take shit from anyone. And that's a problem. Even, I don't know. It is what it is.
1: Well, we're working on it. And the, the yes. point of it is to pinpoint what the problems are work on them, and be better. Because mm-hmm. once you know, ain't no taking it back. You can't act like you don't know no more.
0: Once you know better, you do better.
1: Per, Is that what you said? Is that how, is that how y'all young can say it? Oh, no, I'm saying. Right.
0: <laughs> Three I Look. Wow. And
1: thank <laughs> y'all so much for
0: tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> please get that out. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, it's there. It's, no. Okay. Okay. Please, but well, we hope that we have given you some type of insight on you know looking for your childhood traumas. A lot of your childhood traumas are based on the triggers. You know, if you have these triggers and you are like, oh, I hate this, I hate that. Look and see, look into yeah. yourself and write, write stuff down. Be better. Um, that's all we have for you guys today. We will see y'all next week, and we hope y'all tune in as we sit at the table as a family and discuss a brand new topic.